You have found yourself for another episode of Locked On Bulls. In today's episode, me and Pat are going to discuss what exactly is going on with the Chicago Bulls offense, what's keeping it stagnant. We're also going to talk about Danilo Gallinari spurning the Bulls for the second time in two years, and the 76ers were close to Andre Drummond trade. We're going to talk about all that and more on today's Locked On Bulls. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every single day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host, creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central YouTube pages and podcasts. And uh, yeah, no spot title sponsor today, so we jump right into it. Hey, um, so Pat. One thing with the Chicago Bulls defense, even when it was struggling, right, during the beginning of the season, the 4-15, and 15, the defense was decent. Right now, since the beginning of December, the Chicago Bulls have a top-10 defense in the NBA. But one thing that stayed relatively low, over the, the first 19 games of the season, we went 4-15, and 15, the Chicago Bulls defense was ranked 26. Right now, we're ranked 21st. So we're still a bit of a struggle right now. Uh, let's just go over some some. basketball nerd stats for you before we get into the conversation the bulls right now even coming into the season saying that they wanted to play with a faster pace and shoot more threes we're currently 30th in pace we're first in mid-range shots and 22nd in three-pointers three-point attempts per game uh so far on the season pat when you look at the chicago bulls offense what do you think is, is holding the offense back the most Leopard can't change his spots. This is the team that you built. This is the team you have. You swapped out Zach Levine for Kobe White. Fun. They put up the same amount of points. Nothing's different. The, 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 this is the team that it has been. I mean, what are we... What They're not a team that's going to take a ton of threes. Uh, yeah, I guess they're taking more in theory, right? Like 22nd uh, in attempts per game. Cool. Um, but it's still in the 20s, right? You're, you're not a team that has a mindset to shoot the three ball. Your star players on this team operate in the mid-range. This is who the team is. And, and you know, like, I think the the bigger sin is on the front office and on us even telling them to not be them. You've got two Whoa. players that have been be, been getting told, stop shooting mid-range shots their entire NBA career, and they haven't done it. <laughs> Two, who's the second you're talking about? Zach Levine. Remember Jim Boylan was here and he was like, just stop shooting mid-range shots. And he was like, no, no like that's where I'm good at. <laughs> I mean, like, well, so so you well, got I, two- well, the, the thing is, even with the Zach thing, I think, yeah, Kobe White's ascension has basically kept the Bulls basically where they were. Yeah. Now, coming into the season, we thought we were adding three-point shooting with Javon Carter. Didn't get none of that. Uh, Tory Craig, who does bring a little bit of three-point shooting, has missed 22 games. And Zach Levine, who coming into the season, you would have expected to be taking at least a, a nice chunk of the threes, is also out. So I think those three players missing time or just not being good in the case of Javon Carter definitely plays a part into the Bulls. Uh, it's being as low as what <laughs> it is. Javon that shot. <laughs> <laughs> He hasn't been good. But I think the thing that comes in and adds a little bit more color into it, that you can still be an efficient team without shooting a lot of threes, right? We've seen that with teams that we've played recently. Like the Cleveland Cavaliers are towards the bottom of the league at three points attempted. 
but they're yeah. efficient in the three pointers that they make. So it makes it it, it 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 makes it hit a little different. But also the Bulls right now, we don't get a lot of free throws. We're twenty third in the league in free throw attempts as well. So when you when you're not taking three pointers, when you're shooting mid range shots but not getting a whole heck of a lot of foul calls besides yeah. Demar Derozan, and even that's down a little bit for Demar. It, it creates an inefficient offense. I think the biggest thing holding the team back is, I'm not going to say it's just the three-point shooting, but it's just not being efficient in what you're trying to do. Yes, but at the same time, right, like, I don't even know, not to say efficiency doesn't matter, but I don't even know if they would be efficient just because we don't see them try it. Right? Like how many? We saw a couple of games early on where they kind of were going out there and shooting more threes and right. Like we had a, what have we had like three games and they all were early in the season where they shot like 40 plus threes. And we we're like, what the heck is this? This is a new shooting pro. Oh my goodness. This is fun. And then we didn't see it. I think they had one game where they shot like 18 for 41. And then we never saw it again. They went back to what made them comfortable. You just, you have players on this team that, when the when the three point shot is not what you want to go with, you go with your comfort. Yes, we can try to change. Alice Caruso to me is shooting. Well, I mean, Caruso, Kobe, and I have all dressed. I mean, as a team, we're still taking five more three pointers than what we did basically last season. So that's why I say, like, I look at it and say, Zach Levine, even if he was like healthy and was here, no matter how he's playing, that's at least two to three more three point attempts per game. Just that alone will take you from being 22nd to almost being 10th in the league. Like that's how that's the difference is just a few more threes make a game. Yeah, it, it's just it's one of those things though. when you go into a when you go into a battle versus a team that, you know, is is good at it and is more willing to do it. You're you're already behind the eight ball again, losing at math, right? Like you're you're in a position where, right? Okay, we're playing a team that has good three point shooters on it. That means we have to play better defensively in this game and close out on the three point line. We didn't do that very well uh, um, against um, not Cleveland, who we played before that. Can't think of the team now. That's, that's, that's two games before the Atlanta, right? We didn't do that as well versus Atlanta, and they were able to knock down those corner threes and stuff. Like you, you have to be able to. There has to be a consistency in at least picking one side or the other, and the Bulls have just chosen the middle. Yes, they're a good defense. They're not a great defense. They're a top ten defense, but they're not a great defense. You don't play the Bulls and go, "We're scoring 105 points today." So because of that, I can get my 115 because they are going to struggle to get 114. Like that's that's to me where the the offense that this Bulls team has is just it's predictable. DeMar DeRozan is going to get to his spots. He's going to work out his spots. He's going to be in the mid range. Nikola Vucevic, he's going to be down low. He's going to be at the three point line. Kobe White's the most unpredictable player on the team. And he just figured it out. Zach Levine was predictable. And I think he's very good at getting to all of his spots. But mm -hmm. He's very predictable. You know, right? Like he's going to do that nice right to left, try to get to a spot, pump fake, pump fake, fade away. Like you, when, when you have an offense that doesn't catch people off guard, good defense is going to beat that. Well, I mean, I get what you're saying. I mean, the Bulls point differential is only like teams are only scoring out, scoring the Chicago Bulls by like one and a half points. So that's why I say like it a little extra three point shooting does drastically change what's going. Effective three point shooting does drastically change with this yeah. team's offense, defense, the balance of that. 
But I think even to that, right? Like you think about a team like the Phoenix Suns, right? Over the last, I don't know, 15 or so games, they're not a great defensive team. Their their defensive rating over the last 15 or so games is like 112, 113, something like that. It's been better, but you don't look at the Phoenix Suns and go, these guys are clamps. The flip side of that is, though, their offensive rating over that time is 121. So I can play defense well enough if I know I've got these guys that can go out there and knock down shots. And like you said, it does play efficiency is an important part of it, but it also just kind of, to me, works out to that number, right? Like you got to take some of these threes to make them. Now they've got the best, the best shot makers in the NBA on their team and Devin Booker, Kevin Durant. It makes a difference. I understand that. But even like when Zach Levine was out there, I feel like we didn't see a difference in this team. And maybe he was hobbled. Maybe it was a different well, Zach is, I, I use Zach towards what he's been for his career. This season, Zach, you couldn't bet on anything. But, like, I, but even to that, right, what you know. he's been on his, in his career, the last four years of his career or three years of his career when we've been going through this, when he's been on the floor, the team has been very much the same. Like, we haven't talked about a great uptick in production when Zach Levine has hit the floor. Maybe we can score more, but not a defensive rating went the other direction. Well, I mean, granted, though, we've had a top five to top ten defense even with Zach Levine on the floor. So the defense isn't the problem. We know what this team can be defensively. It's the fact that when you're talking about the offense and what's ailing the offense, it is having that extra shooter out there. Because even Zach Levine in a down season, I think everybody would agree this is a down season for the Chicago Bulls. Zach Levine was still making two and a half, three-pointers per game. Like I said, that two and a half, three-pointers per game literally put changes your point differential from being your, your negative one and a half to at that point, you're almost positive one and a half. But you also got to take into account, is he giving up two and a half, three pointers per well, game on the I other mean, end? Listen, I that's mean, like that's, but that's, that's the difference, right? Yeah. What I would assume or Alice Crusoe out there, you may be giving up less, but you're making that's a great less. point. That's but Zach a great Levine point, out there, you're, you're getting more, but you're giving up more. That's why I said like swapping out Kobe for Zach, swapping out, you know, whatever, whoever you want to swap in, you don't have enough players that are different. You don't have enough players that if you swap them in, they make a difference. That Putting in Zach Levine for Alex Caruso, cool. We're going to score more points. We're not going to stop more people, though. Well, it depends on how you how you maintain the minutes because it's not like you're swapping and you're not playing Alex right. Caruso. I, I get you. To get his minutes. So it's about balancing out, and that's not something Billy Donovan has always done well either. So, But I think the problem is no matter what equation we swap in, swap out, however, like the balance is always going to end up with a one- to two-point differential. Yeah, with this or, makeup of this roster. Yeah, sure, I mean, with that. the makeup of this roster. Right? So, like, yeah. oh, if I, if I were to say what's holding the Bulls' offense back, the Bulls. Like the the players that you have on your team, you have players that operate in predictable spots and they have games where they cook and they have games where they don't. You have a young player that is probably the most unpredictable player on the team. And it seems like the rest of the team outside of Ayo Sumu hasn't really picked up on that. Ayo Sumu waking up is a big surprise, but to the level, but I mean, listen. Biggest surprise is that Javon Carter sucks. Uh, with that said, we're going to talk about Danilo Gallinari choose the Milwaukee Bucks over the Chicago Bulls amongst other teams. I can't get away. We've got to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, and that is eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks of the week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the the uh, waiver wire every week, we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So let's see what Josh has picked out for us in this week's eBay guaranteed fit 
fantasy picks of the week. So looking at this list, he does have, surprisingly enough, a sore Thompson on this list. Now, with considering that the, the Pistons did drastically change their roster, Asur Thompson's going to be averaging more minutes. Pat, I want to throw this one to you. How do you feel about Asur Thompson as being a surprise pickup for, for teams on fantasy on the, the 8 and 46 <laughs> Detroit Pistons? If you're picking a piston up in fantasy, your season's over. Give it up. It's done. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough for you. It's tough for you. I, I apologize. Over the month of February, uh, Asura Thompson, though, is averaging, because keep in mind, with, with fantasy, it's about what, what basically uh, somebody who can fill a lot of stats. Asura Thompson is averaging 11.6 points per game on 55% shooting, 25% from three-point range. He doesn't take a lot of them, so thank God there. Six rebounds, two assists, one block, one and a half steals per game. I, I know the Pistons suck, but that's not a bad fantasy player. Take your chances. Take a chance. There you go. There you go. Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is all about each player being the perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride for the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay guaranteed fit, available only for U.S. customers. Eligible items and exclusions do apply. All right, Pat. So with that said, it came out today. By the way, happy birthday to Kobe White. We're almost letting the day go by without saying happy birthday to Kobe White, who turned 24 today. Uh, Shout out to him having a breakout season in that time. Um, But with that said, the 76ers has come out and said that the Sixers felt that a deal was all but done for Andre Drummond. They were going to be sending the three second-round picks to the Chicago Bulls for Andre Drummond, and the Bulls are actually the ones that pulled out of that deal in the final couple of hours of the trade deadline. Pat, do you think that that was the right move? Uh, it's It's tough, right? Like... I, I don't know. That's that's a that's an interesting one because one you flipped the topics on me and it threw me. All I didn't flip off. the topics on you. Yeah, my brain went to topic number three. I have no idea. What it, is what it, is. it is what it is. We're supposed to be doing the, uh, talking about here, here now. Here we We're go. Here. No. Um, are we? Are we? What's the value on second round picks? From a value on this team, if you're going to stay competitive, competitive. True. 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 And I mean, do you think that do you take that as saying that maybe the Bulls were had an internal discussion or battle on if staying competitive was actually the right play? Because if you're if you're in the final yeah. hours of a deal getting closed and you pull out at, at the last minute. um, I mean, let's be real. Like, don't we all pull out at the last minute? I mean, I'm just saying whole, like that's listen. I wasn't good at that. I got four children. I was never oh, good at that. Hey, so. you were just <laughs> getting the deal done, dog. You were three second round picks. Wow. Here we go. Um, I don't know. I'm not I'm not upset by the fact that the Bulls didn't trade drum away. I did think that he would have been gone, but I'm I'm not I don't think that it changes either team one way or the other. It might make Philadelphia a little bit better. I do think that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but do we think that it's like the move that puts Philly over the top? Maybe if you feel like when Joel Embiid comes back, you I get don't care what that means for Philly. Why are we talking about what it means for Philly? I don't care. I'm just saying, like, I don't think it changes anything for the Bulls. Yeah. It's, it's three second round picks. They're going to be late second round picks. Yeah. Like, what are we what are we stocking up second round picks for here? Like, I get it, right? Like, it's cool when you're on day two of the draft and you can use them more. And yes, there's more talent. Yes, there's more opportunity for you to find gems in the draft. But like, I don't care about second round picks right now. If, if you know you want to know how you go get three second round picks, you you pay money. You can buy second round picks. The Bulls yeah. have sold them the for years. <laughs> the Bulls are the number one supplier of second round picks in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, like. I got I got two picks for y'all. All I need is a nick. Five hundred, five hundred, five hundred. Second round pick. Your way, baby. There you go. Like that's 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 all it ends up being to me. I'm not one way or the other moved by the Andre Drummond trade not getting done. Yeah, I mean, listen. I don't think that is. At the end of the day, I know there are going to be some people that say the Bulls missed out on an opportunity to add more assets. I get that. It's true. Funct functionally, that's true. And yeah. could Drummond walk in free agency? Yes. Could the Bulls not be able to afford him even if he wants to stay? Yeah, depending on if they re-sign Pat and DeMar DeRozan and don't do anything with Zach or Lonzo Ball's contract. That's absolutely reality in this. But I, I don't know if I'm looking back at it. Like, we look back at that rumored uh, uh, trade that the Knicks offered for Zach Levine and say, hey, yeah. you missed out on that one. I don't know if a year from now we're like, hey, man, we should have took those those seconds. We should have took those three seconds. Yeah, I just, I'm not worried about it because, it, listen, if we lose Drum at the end of the year for nothing, okay. I, I, I've told guys that I feel like his replacement is here. And what are you, the second round picks that you're going to draft, you hope that they look like Adama Sanago looks in the G League right now. That's so you true. got that guy. You know, you hope he looks like Julian Phillips has looked as a young player in the NBA right now while getting no shots, just knowing where to be. You got that guy. The, the Bulls are at a point right now where it's not more, it's not about adding young assets. It's about developing young assets. The That's whole true. team is young assets. Io, still a young asset. Kobe, still a young asset. Pat Will, still a young asset. Uh, Daylon Terry, still a young asset. Julian Phillips, still a young asset. I Like, if we were talking about, like, a late first, all right, you guys are idiots for not pulling the 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 um taking that taking that trade because pulling the trigger on that one is what I was trying to say because late first round picks have proven to be solid NBA players not to say second round picks haven't but yeah. you can go buy those from anybody that just needs to get some money off the books yeah i mean our team like the like the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder that have more picks coming in than open roster spots for like the next 5 yeah, years they so. literally can use <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, that's going to be weird. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I like Drum on this team. Uh, I know that this team is trying to make the run towards the end of the year. It is what it is there. It's not a draft that's worth tanking in. I'm not going to be mad at, at uh, Andre Drummond still being on the team, especially with Nikola Vucevic playing, like, complete and utter cheeks. The all-cheek team uh, is is Nikola Vucevic and, and Javon Carter leading that. It's so weird, too, right, because – it, I don't know. Maybe I'm the weird one. I always hear right. You like, are the weird one. It, well, it happens. Uh, I'm getting money though. But uh, <laughs> I mean, like, it's always weird to me because people will always say the worst place for you to be in the NBA is at the in the middle, right? Bulls are ninth right now. They're in the middle. Their team is literally a middling team when mm -hmm. it comes to defensive, offensive rating, things like that. Um, their record is pretty much a middle of the pack record. If you look like they're they're as mid as mid can get. But I would still rather be here than where the Pistons are. 
like, well, that's clear. Like, right? I mean, like, because we, we've been on the flip side of this, and that's kind of what trading away, not to say trading away drumming, but how a lot of people want to build this, right? You get rid of pieces for assets. The assets got to be good. Yeah. The assets have to hit. Basically what Pat is saying player. is that he's looking at Daryl Morey, and he's looking at Philly, and he's saying, we don't want your sloppy seconds for Andre Drummond. Right and li hey, hey, listen. If I'm looking at Daryl Moore, I'd be like, "Hey, you got a uh, you got James Harden for uh, Andre Drummond last time I checked." <laughs> We're gonna need something back here a little bit more. Now there was a lot of other players in that deal, but uh, Andre Drummond was the uh, focal point of that deal, right? And who else went in that? Was deal? he? Probably, honestly, player wise, not ah, Ben Simmons. Yeah, I was about to say, come on. Yeah, but they wanted to get rid of Ben. They hated Ben. I mean, Ben 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 hated himself at that point in time, so that's a little ben, bit different. Ben, ben is spinal. He's got a bad. He needs a backyotomy. Spinal. He He's needs spinal. a backyotomy. Do you do you do you ad read, brother? Hey man, I'm just saying. I uh, appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love. Gotta let you guys know before we get up out of here uh, about Robin Hood. We got the final final topic coming up, which was the second topic, but hey, threw <laughs> me all the way off. Uh, he just switched it up on me, man. Uh, did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this. Now, through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer from in from other retirement uh, accounts with a 3% match. That's right. <laughs> that's right no cap on the three percent match robin hood gets you robin hood gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their ira with a three percent match this offer is good through april 30th get started on robinhood.com forward slash boost subscription fees do apply and now for some legal info uh claim as of Quarter one, 2024, validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk, including loss, limitations applied, IRA, and 401k 3% match. Requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of your first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood, Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% match on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC member SPIC is registered broker dealer. All right, Pat, let's get into the last topic today, which was supposed to be the second topic. But listen, I called it audible. It is what it is. Big audible, man. I, I just, I, it threw me off a little bit. You, I, I was like, it threw myself just, off, bro. It's, I was it, like, it he didn't what ask me about Danilo right there. He was asking about the, the 76ers. And, it, and then it took me a minute to be like, do I just go back to the topic or do I answer his question? Now, what do I do here? It is what it is. That's how hey, good me and Pat are. We can just, we can. We can call audibles off the off the fly. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> Danilo Gallinari chooses to sign with the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, you know, Bulls did reportedly plan or meet or did speak to his representation at least. He decides to go uh, after the team, citing that basically he has a chance for comp to compete for a title. That's really what it came down to. Both times that Danilo Gallinari has turned down the Chicago Bulls and last free agency before he eventually signed Goran Dragic. And now at the trade deadline, he signed with the Boston Celtics, who were a championship contender, and now the Milwaukee Bucks. So, I mean, listen, the Bulls are the Bulls are getting second place, even in the uh, even in the buyout market. 
Gallo was a player to me that I, I guess if we're breaking it down right, he would have been a nice addition. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Billy to played him, right? Like I, I feel like he would have been something interesting to add, but I don't know how much tick he would have gotten here. I feel the same way about Joe Harris. I've said this the entire time. I don't believe the Bulls are in the buyout market this year. I think the Bulls are going to the play-in tournament with the players we have. I think that we're rolling with Kobe White. We want to see what Kobe White can do, what Io can become. Uh, we've got Alex Caruso here. Uh, DeMar DeRozan is DeMar DeRozan. I think by the end of this season, we're heading towards a, well, we didn't get a contract done. And I think the Bulls were in a position now where they want to finish out this season competitive because they know they're just going to let people walk at the end of the year. They're by, I, I, I feel, I'm starting to feel like we're just about to lose a lot of pieces for nothing. Yep. Which is which? The 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 something is you're clearing the money off the books. Yeah, that's what the Bulls are getting. They're getting the money off the books. What are they going to do with that money, though, Pat? I mean, you got to sign somebody. There's a legal floor in the NBA. (laughs) You got the thing that I'm worried about is that literally the Bulls are probably at the floor just by re-signing Patrick Williams. Yeah, probably. Probably. No, I mean, I do, we know they're going to do more than that. You're probably trying. I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I think they're finally going to just let the young bulls run. They're gonna, they they're gonna let Io DeSumo go. They're gonna let. They got to keep Zach Levine at this point. It is what it is, right? Like he's probably going to be here next year as well. You're going to have Kobe White, who's developed into a nice piece, and you're going to just let the young bulls run with Nikola Vucevic, Alice Caruso, Listen, and that, Zach. That would, that would, that would be. I hear what you're saying with that. I just don't know if I trust Acme to do that. Like, that makes sense. It seems like this is the way that it's plotted. But then we get to the offseason, and all you know, the next thing you know, the Chicago Bulls are doing signing trades, giving up first-round picks, and we're sitting here like, what, what, what is this? I don't, I don't, I don't see it. And, and I think here's the thing, too, right? Like, there were a lot of players that were up for trade. If you did do something like that, I guess. There were a lot of players that were up for trade that I thought was interesting because they didn't end up getting moved. So what does that mean for the future? Brandon Ingram was a player that was up for trade. And they were literally just like, we, we're we not going to move on because we're competitive right now. We're moving up in the Western Conference. But next year, who knows? Maybe that's somebody who's going to be on the trade block. Maybe that's somebody you want to save your assets for. The the Bulls are in the middle right now, they, and it, and they're not moving anytime soon. And at least the young Bulls running will be different. We hope they are who we thought they were. <laughs> I'm telling you, we when we're playing next season, and Demar Derozan leading the fast break of him and Kyle Lowry, and it's on like, his, man, what are we doing on his new bro? on his new uh, two year. $45 million deal. <laughs> Listen, it's time to go, bro. Now you see, now you're causing trauma. It's time to go. It's over. Follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Argue with your mama. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls. We are free and available on every podcasting app and platform of your choice, as well as YouTube. For Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked On Bulls. Peace, y'all. Peace.